my name is Foggy Jack, and I'm the Shock Bazaar Mental Mentalist, and the host of the Foggy Jack Live Podcast. Now, let's head on down to the Pumpkin Patch for more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Foggy Jack Live Podcast. Yes, we're here at episode, I mean, season number three, episode number one. I'm super excited to revamp and bring back the Foggy Jack Live Podcast. It's been a while since I've gone on here. It's been a while since I've recorded, but super excited to come back, super excited to record, and super excited for season three. We have a lot going on. A lot of things are changing and moving forward, and... Um, you guys will get all of that news and information throughout the the season here. Um, we are on season three, I think. Not really 100% sure, um, but here we are. I'm calling it season three of the Foggy Jack live podcast, and we're going to do a lot more with the podcast. We're going to record a lot more. Um, Patreon is going to be revamped. Um, all the news, the shows, everything It's going to be great. It's going to be a fun time. So stay along, stick along, and help me grow this podcast so that we can get as many ears bleeding as possible. Um, So, for the for first off here, we're going to we're going to save some of the news for later. But first, we're going to jump right on in to our story of the day, which is called Plum Hollow Witch. And this was a very interesting story to research and look up. Um, I found this on just one of those weird um, news websites, and I thought it was really interesting, so I kind of dug a little more deeper into the story, and this is the Plum Hollow Witch. There have long been those mysterious people who have drawn to the stories of witchcraft and magic. They become imprinted upon the lore of the land, folklore, um, urban legends, and this is such the case with this Canadian story. Um, the woman who would be would come to be known as the Witch of Plum Hollow was, was a mystery. She, um, she has, has somewhat of a background that is written down, but not a lot of it. She was born Jane Elizabeth Martin in Cork, in County Cork, Ireland in 1794 to a landowner of English descent um, and they and a Spanish gypsy mother. Her father arranged a marriage for her, but rather than go through with it, she ran away with another man she loved, a soldier by the name of Robert Joseph Harrison, um, and they headed overseas to Canada, settling near Coburg, Ontario, where they had a child. Um, unfortunately, her f- husband did die and left her a single mother stranded in a land that she knew nothing about. She would marry again to a shoemaker named David Barnes, with whom she would move um, to take up farming at a humble cabin near Plum Hollow, which is where the story takes place. Once a thriving agricultural center just north of Athens and south of Smith Falls, Ontario, if any of you live near those areas, please let me know. Um, They had nine children together, and two of them would ultimately uh, pass away at a young age. It was um, with her life... It was here where her life would take 
turns into the mysterious. It's not known when exactly Elizabeth discovered her supposed gifts, but she would claim that her powers had been with her since childhood and could and come from her being the seventh daughter of the seventh daughter um, as well as a gypsy, uh, as well from a gypsy heritage, um, it was a plum hollow that she began gaining a reputation as a clairvoyant and a soothsayer. Um, if you guys don't know what a clairvoyant is, a clairvoyant is someone that can see if see the future. A soothsayer is someone who can heal emotions. Um, in the Foggy Jack live show, I do. Something similar to clairvoyant. I don't really see into the future. I, I more or less read minds, but there's a lot of these kind of powers and these kind of abilities that all kind of string along on the same line. She first started demonstrating her gift after her husband grew tired of farming and left her to raise her children on her own. She started with giving simple fortune-telling services by reading tea leaves and at first it was just a little side gig to help support her large family, but it would soon expand to her claiming of have visions um, in which she could see the future playing out. At first there were just trickles of curiosity, curious seekers who came to see Elizabeth at her little isolated cabin, but she proved to be eerily good at what she did. The list of success stories of Elizabeth Barnes' powers is long. Um, and I just clipped a few um, scenarios or things that happened um, here. There was a man who was missing his sheep, was told they had been stolen by a neighbor who was keeping their meat and hides in his cellar, which is exactly what happened. His neighbor did steal his sheep, killed them, kept him in his cellar. A woman was told that she would marry, live by a railroad track, and that one of her children would be killed, and this happened precisely as uh, the Witch of Plum Hollow said. Landowners asked her about missing deeds, a missing deed, and she told him the great detail that it is tied with a blue satin ribbon and is hidden in a white satin slipper in the home of a relative. And when he went... Um, to check the relative's home, he found it exactly to be so, the deed and a blue ribbon and a satin slipper. Um, eventually, Elizabeth even pur purportedly divined the location of a body of a missing man named Morgan Dox Doxtatter, and not only that, she also revealed that who, he who killed him, which was his cousin Edgar, who was then arrested, found guilty, and hung. There's a lot of these kind of stories that circulate around this one particular story. She had these visions and these um, sightseeings that she could perform, and that she could do. And one of the biggest ones, one of her most famous stories, is how she read the fortune of John A. MacDonald, uh, then Attorney General for Upper Canada. He asked her where the new capital um, for the gestating dominion of Canada would be, and she told him that it would be located at a tiny, rugged logging town of Bytown, which at the time would have been seen as an absurd assertion. However, she insisted that Bytown was the place, and that par the Parliament building would be located on the west side of the canal. On top of this, she predicted that MacDonald would be the first Prime Minister of the new country. When the Dominion of Canada was formed in 1867, Queen Victoria... Victoria 
made Bytown the capital. Um, Queen Victoria, sorry, Queen Victoria made Bytown known now as Ottawa the capital. The building would be located just where Elizabeth had said they would be, and Sir John A. Macdonald would indeed be the Canadian's first prime minister. Fueled by her numerous accurate, accurate predictions, tales of Mother Barnes' remarkable powers spread, and long before the small long before the small operation had grown substantially, with people making the journey from far and wide for her help, um, often, uh, usually offering quite large sums of money. Yet despite this, she would only ever accept her usual rate of 25 cents per session. Wouldn't you love to be able to have heaps of people come to you and you can make a great living with just 25 cents per transaction? Um, now, at this time, she is being called Mother Barnes. Um, water witching, which is basically dowsing um, or the ability to find the location of underground water through the use of willow wands, um, she did that a lot and was apparently always right. Um, she expanded this power to use her wand to even find lost treasure and other items. She literally became a celebrity, um, which is interesting to think that during this time of the 1800s, that people were open to um, witches and suitseeing and all of this kind of stuff. Her name was the Witch of Plum Hollow, and yet people were okay with it. I don't know if it was just Canada or if it was because if something was happening more for her and during this story, but to me, when in this kind of time period, witches weren't seen as good things. She would continue her work um, and while raising her seven children and three orphans and gave readings and her usually, she always gave readings and dowsing powers all the way up to her death in 1886 at the age of 92. She would originally be buried in an unmarked grave in Sheldon's Corner, Ontario, although a year later, um, although in the later years she would receive a proper headstone from the local cheesemakers, and her cabin still stands today as a sort of local historical landmark, situated on a gravel road called Mother Barnes Road, and complete with a plaque on a boulder that reads the home of Mother Barnes. The story of the Witch Hollow the story of which, sorry, the story of the witch of Plum Hollow would remain a local curiosity, curiosity, until it was made more famous with the release of Thaddeus William Henry Levitt's book, *The Witch of Plum Hollow* in 1892. Interesting fact: this house that Mother Barnes lives in, lived in, is still standing today. And if you want to buy it, it's on sale for $249,000. Now, is this story fact? Is this story fiction? There's a lot of things that we can take into account and consideration of this story. There's a lot of things going on. But I think this story, for what I read and what I could understand for my research of this story, is this story has its has its roots in, in fact and truth. Um she was a real person. She really raised seven kids, orphaned, raised three orphans, um, and did these things, which is, I think, 
absolutely crazy and honestly really cool to be in the 1800s and calling yourself a witch and being a celebrity and making you know a profitable living from doing it i think it's really interesting and thank you guys for joining me and we'll see you next time now please stay tuned after this short song and we're going to jump right into some news and the ending of this premiere foggy jack season three episode Jeebus, creepers, where'd you get those creepers? Jeebus, creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Oh gosh, all get up, had to get so lit up. Gosh, all get up, had to get that size. Oh golly gee, when you turn the heaters on, woe is me. Got to put my cheetahs on a jeebus, cleavers. Where'd you get those peepers? Oh, those weebers. Had to get my ties. Oh, where'd you get those eyes? Oh, jeep, 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 jeebus, creepers. Where'd you get those peepers, boy? Jeebus, creepers. Where'd you get those eyes? Guys, all get up. I dig it so little. Gosh, oh, get him, boy. I get that size. Golly gee. Oh, when you turn those heaters on, woe is me. 
got to put my cheetahs on. Jeebah, 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 squeak, brother. Where'd you get those people's boys? Oh, those weepers have their hypnotizers. Where'd you get those eyes? for joining hope you guys enjoyed this episode the witch of plum hollow i thought was a good intro back into the foggy jack live podcast it's kind of weird kind of an you know an odd story but i thought it was fun to learn about um like i said at the beginning of this episode we are at season three that's officially i'm making this season three thank you guys for making it all the way to season three um just for a little update here, the Foggy Jack live podcast, new podcast episodes will come out every Monday. Then every other Wednesday, we're doing old-time radio, which is this Wednesday, the 21st, will be a new old-time radio episode. And every Saturday, we're going to do a Foggy Jack live trans world spotlight, which is just a shorter episode of where I highlight a different business, um, or prop, or event that happened at Transworld in tw- this year in 2022, just to give back to the community a little bit more. The Collective Podcast, the Foggy Jack Live Collective Podcast, might and may return in June. I'm going to start putting out posts. If you have stories, if you have a podcast that you want to be promoted, if you have a business that wants to be promoted, if you have ghost stories, cryptid stories, anything like that, strange and unusual stories, please shoot me a message. Email me at foggyjack13 at gmail.com with your stories. We'll get you on the show and we'll start the collective podcast back up once again. Um... Now, for um, a little bit of detail here, the Foggy Jack Live podcast has always had a Patreon page. I haven't been really um, adamant about using it. I haven't really pushed it very hard. But I have decided that we are going to do a Foggy Jack Live pumpkin patch book club. That is only available on the Patreon page. So you have to join the Patreon page, which um, the first tier of the Patreon page is $3. $3 a month gets you access to the Foggy Jack Live podcast. Um, Patreon episodes, it gets you the book club. It gets you all of the posts and everything I post um, on the P- Patreon page. 
plus some more stuff that I'm just gonna throw up there and just have some fun. We're gonna have a lot of fun on the Patreon page. That's what it's for. Five dollars a month gets you everything plus a sticker each month, and ten dollars gets you two stickers plus everything a month. And I'm probably gonna be, you know, throwing out other things along the way um, with the Patreon page and the book club. So in order to join the book club, you have to be a Patreon member, and that is going to be published all over the web. Um, the links and everything will be put all on my socials, and you can join the book club for $3 a month. That's all I'm asking to join, and we're going to do, you know, creepy stories um, this first round. I think I'm doing a Goosebump book. Um, I wanted to make sure that these books were also available online for free. So um, I've looked, and these books that I've put up are available to be PDF downloaded online, so we're able to all have these books and enjoy them together. So that's on the Patreon page, $3. You're going to see all the posts about it for the next forever um, all over my socials. Um, you also can find all of my stuff on YouTube. Just search Foggy Jack Magician on YouTube, and I'm up there. You can see my shows. You can see promos, all sorts of stuff. It will be right there. And last but not least, all of my social media accounts are at FoggyJack13. Um, that is where I can be found, and that is where you can keep up with the podcast, the book club, and everything I do, and all of the shows and everything else that I do. So thank you guys for joining me, and I will catch you next time down in the pumpkin patch where the haunters meet the haunted. Thank you, goodbye, and blessed be.